How should we start this? Do you, do you want to start it or I can start I, it? Whatever you want. Uh, I figured we'd just make it like 30 minutes at least. Yeah, that's fine. It's been so uh, long ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a, a bit over a month. Yeah. Um, Better late than yeah. never. Uh, yeah, welcome everybody, whoever's listening to this. Uh, or A watching, month after. That's yeah, release. a month after. This is our review on the Blue Beetle movie. Uh, we saw it both a while ago. It's just it's kind of been hard finding time to get together to record this. Yes. I mean, now it's only two of us currently. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to B-Roll Thoughts. Yes. I, should, <laughs> I need to change that in YouTube. <laughs> I figured I'll just change oh, it when we upload this one. in the background. Nice. Uh yeah, do do you want to read the I mean I have the synopsis. Do you want to do the synopsis? I'll do the synopsis. All right. Let me get that synopsis for you. Okay, I'm going to read it then. No, I got it. I I just got to just look at it. I have it in my notes. Well, I also have it in my Google. All right. <clears throat> I got it. Jamie Reyes. So it's, find... it's Jaime. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'll cut this out. Jaime Reyes <laughs> suddenly finds himself in possession of an ancient relic of alien biotechnology called the Scarab. When the Scarab chooses Jaime to be its some symbiotic host, he's bestowed with an incredible suit of armor that's capable of extraordinary and unpredictable powers forever changing his destiny as he becomes the superhero blue beetle how's that yes yes <laughs> all right yeah uh yeah so it's David, been a while when it, did you see it uh i i think i saw it the weekend it came out but i think it was like a saturday yeah i honestly don't remember it's been so long at this point honestly uh I saw it three but, weeks I after mean, it came out, and I thought I saw it two weeks, but I was like, "Oh no, I skipped a week." But we, uh, we, we, I did buy the the Blue Beetle popcorn backpack. Do you have it on you? Uh, let me get it really quick. Just gotta preface this. So, so at AMC, I ended up buying this. That looks cool. And so, like, yeah, they essentially they would put the popcorn in here. Oh, I'm trying to make sure I open it properly. Oh, this way. That's <laughs> <laughs> good thing you didn't rip it. Yeah, so it's a popcorn oh. backpack, but I'm hella disappointed just because they... Never put the popcorn in here. They just straight up just gave me the backpack and gave me a bucket of popcorn. And I was like, this. Did you put it in the backpack, though? No, because they, they gave me. So they gave me the backpack still wrapped in this packaging. Oh, OK. So it's like. Well, I mean, they probably, to, I, they probably figure that no one's going to want to dirty up the bag. Well, like every time I've gone like a popcorn thing, like bucket or back you know bucket or whatever they always just put it in there for me yeah but that that looks collectible it i think it is a collectible 
So most people are not going to fill it with popcorn and they're just going to display it or keep it in the packaging. But yeah. Got this for like 20 bucks. <laughs> it's not bad. I mean, at least it comes with straps. Yeah, I'm still mad though because I was expecting him to put the popcorn in there so I could just grab the popcorn well, and you should just eat it. Ripped it open and just pour the popcorn in, staring at them. Uh, I feel like it would have been too much though because the, the popcorn bucket. Imagine trying to tip that thing over. That's why you get a funnel. I mean, they didn't give me a funnel. I didn't have a funnel <laughs> on me. But uh, yeah. Oh, give me a second. I'm getting messages. Cousins like constantly message me. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, uh, I got the popcorn bucket, watched it with Claire and two of her friends. Nice. Um, yeah, we watched it. I I don't know if it's, a, I, I guess you could say it's a nicer neighborhood of LA. It was like somewhere near past West Hollywood. I think mm -hmm. closer to like, I think it was like in Beverly Hills, in a mall in Beverly Hills or something. But um, we, we it was really just because originally when our friend was trying to find theater to watch her friends like oh let you know we it just it was kind of like last minute with them sure and so we had to find a theater that i was trying to well mainly because i wanted to i wanted to find a theater that had amc uh, that had um dolby atmos dolby atmos so it took some time and then because uh, a lot of them were like either i think a lot of them were packed like they're filled mm -hmm. up so we ended up just finding this one that had uh, Dolby Atmos for the screening. So there you go. I I waited too long, and I didn't get the Atmos because there was other movies in there. And I was like, damn it. Yeah, Dolby Atmos was screen. fun. It's 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 a fun experience, especially with like action movies. You know, like you feel the vibrations and everything. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah. But to the viewers, I don't. Where's the camera? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess we can move ahead with. The non-spoilers, yeah, oh. non-spoilers. Oh, yeah. Um, I like the I mean, uh, dynamic that they had with the Reyes's family, and yeah. they kind of stay, they pretty much stay true to the uh, Mexican culture. Yeah, I, I every I moment he was embarrassed, I yeah. felt embarrassed for him. Yeah, and then I remembered I, how my mom, <laughs> who's from Mexico, would yeah. do the same thing. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed the family dynamic. I will say I, I do. I was annoyed with his sister in the beginning of the movie. She just felt a bit obnoxious. Oh, yeah. So she took some Definitely. time for me to get used to. Like, I was like, oh, this girl would annoy me so much if she was my sister. Yeah, same. She, she has this bit of um, she's obnoxious and has like slightly smart ass kind of personality mm -hmm. that I found kind of annoying and i was like i don't think i'm gonna like this character at all but at the end did you like her or you're like nah, still in the end i thought she was okay in the end um not spoiling anything right now but it is of kind of her fault that jaime got the beetle on his back you know not yeah but i mean right that's good yeah but i'm saying like it's kind of her fault because she's she started because We'll, we'll get into it when we'll when, get into when, it in the spoilers. We go but yeah, spoilers. I know what you mean. But yeah, um, but yeah, I enjoy the family dynamic. I like the dad. Um, mm -hmm. Oh yeah, the dad was like he was, he was like the backbone of that family. He was dynamic, right? He he was basically like the the guy that 
for his kids. He was the one that he was the one that the family basically all kind of looked up to, mm-hmm. right? To a degree. Um. Yeah. I. I also. I also want to point out George Lopez is a great addition to this movie. Yeah. Because I feel like because you have George Lopez and he is a comedian, like you know he's been doing movies, all, comedy and movies for a long time. I do think he has that skill of knowing when to not be funny and when to be funny. Like he has that, he knows when to, how to balance it out. Right. Yeah. Throughout throughout the movie. I don't know. For me in the beginning, I thought he was just always getting a wisecrack. Yeah. But yeah, turned out he didn't. He, he, he plays kind of like this kooky uncle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's like always against the man. Right. (laughs) Oh, Oh, okay. Honestly, for someone like that, and he has a, like a brand new Toyota Tacoma. Sorry, my dog just, <laughs> just looking at you. Yeah. No, because he knocked something over. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I, I I would expect him to drive like a, a hand me down or a used Toyota Tacoma, not like a brand new one. Yeah, yeah. So that one was yeah. like, I don't know that fit the character description. Yeah. I also like the he had like the long beard and how he dressed like with these shorts and everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> and how he comes up with these like inventions that he says he trusts more than like the bigger brand companies, right? Like he yeah. he trusts his his devices, even though like all you do is like turn on the engine, you gotta kick it to get it to work. <laughs> hey man, that's how you know. At least it works, so he trusts. Yeah. It. Um, I also liked um sholo the kid that plays blue beetle mm-hmm. like you know i i'm I, the first thing i remember seeing him in was cobra kai so i thought it was cool that he got to have this role as uh jaime reyes which and also have that character be like the first uh latino superhero to get it like to basically you know lead his own film yeah so that was, you know, I thought it was cool. Uh, you know, interesting thing, quick thing. The director that the guy that directed Blue Beetle, yeah. Apparently, he says originally he tried to pitch a movie for um, Bane. Oh, because Bane in the comics is is um, Luchador. Yep, he's from Mexico. Right? Yeah, which I still find weird that they had, you know, they changed it in the Dark Knight movies. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, right. Because in the what was it? Batman and Robin with Mr. Freeze and yeah. Poison Ivy. Yeah, yeah Bane yeah. was there. Yeah, he's a luchador. But then you go yeah. to the Dark Knight, like Dark Knight Rises, he's like British, right? Kind of kind of vague, but he has a British accent. Well, I mean, that's just because the actor has a British accent. Yeah, but he Tom Hardy does like American accents all the time. I guess. I, I still find but it weird also... that Because I... We're going. We're going on a tangent here, but tangent. yeah, uh, the director originally wanted to do Bane, and the, essentially Warner Brothers DC at the time were like, "Oh no, we're you know, we're not really that interested," but we actually are interested, like trying to make this Blue Beetle project, mm-hmm. and so he kind of hopped on from there. He was like, "Well, I'm um, still Mexico." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's because they filmed this movie in um, Puerto Rico. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so they filmed it there. Um, I do find it interesting because um, Sholo, I I saw an interview. He says he didn't have to he didn't have to 
screen test for the movie. They just kind of like he talked with the director. He knew that he met the director some, at like some party or something or some event. Yeah. And I guess through like conversations and talks, he he just got offered the role. So networking that, at its finest. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, you know, that's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, I I will say though I so uh, hopping off of you know talking about the family stuff. Mm-hmm. I do feel like the villains were a bit generic. You know what? Right? A little bit. I, I, I see what you mean. It's got the cookie cutter. Yeah. But that ending, I did not expect. Uh, yeah. The ending, I did not expect. But yeah. the way they were portrayed, it just felt, yeah, a bit like... Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a... I mean... Like... It's could, also you comic. Could, you know? True. True. <laughs> true. Get that cookie cutter villain. But at least... As for me, the plot of it all didn't seem cookie cutter or generic. Yeah. yeah. It seemed really well done. Yeah, I agree. Um I did like the background they gave for one of the villains, like the reveal about yeah. it. Um because I I don't remember the name of the villain. Do you remember the name of the villain? No, I don't. Uh I cause I know one is played by Susan Sarandon. Who... Yeah, the uh, aunt. Yeah. The aunt. Let me evil look it up aunt. really quick. Yeah, the e- the evil ants. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause there's there's a girl into this movie who her character's name is um Jenny Cord, who um in the I mean it's not really spoilers to me, cause yeah. you know, but she 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 ends up being like Jaime's love interest. Yeah, right. But I do find it weird how she's Susan Sarandon's niece because she has like, she's supposed to be this girl that's, my understanding is like born in Brazil, but her, but her family is like essentially international. Well, I I mean we don't know what her mom looks like. No, true. It's just because she so. has this kind of like this thick, Brazilian to a degree, accent. yeah, Brazilian accent. Sure. Well, um, in the movies they did say she's from Brazil. Yeah, that's true. But it's just to me, like, and then you see your aunt played by Susan Sarandon doesn't have, doesn't well, have, like... Yeah, you know, we also see her dad. Well, kind of. We don't well, know. like, like... Yeah. Portraits of, his, of her dad. Yeah. I mean, I'm... True. I'm half, I'm half white, so... True, true. <laughs> um, But, yeah, so, like, we have Susan Sarandon, who plays Victoria Court, mm-hmm. who is... um essentially the villain one of the villains of the movie she you know she runs this big company called uh cord industries um and then we have this other villain uh played by raul max trujillo i'm hoping i'm not budging his name uh he plays ignacio carapax who's also known as omac like the character oh, Mac. um yeah the two villains i like the reveal of, of at least one of their like their backstories mm-hmm. uh, but in general like the way they were kind of portrayed i do feel was a bit not not it's not like a knock on it but it is a bit of a cookie cutter you know villain uh portrayals yeah i i mean i don't know i guess it's hard to make it's i mean it's so easy to make cookie cutter villains because there's so yeah. many of them out there yeah but I mean, yeah. Oh, wait, you you want like a uh, Christopher Nolan Bane type villain? No, I don't He's want like, a Christopher Nolan Bane type villain. I, 
I was molded by it. No, I, I don't want that. I was molded by it. I, I wanted, uh, I think, what, I, I, I wanted something more of, in lieu of, like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure when people hear it, they, they're like, ugh. But it's more so, like, I kind of wanted more of, like, a Man of Steel Zod villain where, like, you don't agree with them, but you understand why they do what they're doing. Ugh. You know? Yeah. Well, I, I guess. But can't always have that villain. True. It, then that will be the cookie cutter villain. What? Yeah, if you always have that type of villain, then it well, will then be, be the cookie cutter, cookie yeah. cutter villain. Yeah, true. Yeah. True. So, um, yeah. Uh, there's also, you know, like we I had just mentioned, like the romance between Jaime and mm-hmm. Jenny. I do, at least for me, I felt like that romance was kind of forced. I mean. Right? A little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit. It feels a bit forced. Uh, Well, yeah. I mean. That was was the only thing. I guess they're like, we got to rush this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I felt like you could, like, I was like, oh, they could have prolonged this to, like, the next, like, story or whatever. Yeah, but everyone wants, like, a happy ending type of thing. True. True. But um, with all that said, I also uh really enjoyed how they showcased Blue Beetle's powers. Same. You know? Dude. Um apparently I think I read it. The director said a lot of the ways they thought about how to show his abilities and his powers mm-hmm. were based off of the Injustice video games. Oh that's cool. Yeah, so like they looked at how they did the like the attacks in the video games and then they just kinda re implemented it in the movies. See that's nice. That's the Right? Yeah, we need more of that. Oh and Another thing I wanted to mention was his suit. I really liked Jaime Reyes' Blue Beetle suit and the mm-hmm. fact that it was a practical suit. Not right. Like, so, like, but for example, with the Flash, even yeah. though it was practical, they CGI'd over it. Yeah, I didn't like that. Same thing with Spider-Man. Like, it's practical, but then they CGI over it to smooth it out to make it look more, like, I'll be honest, book-y. at least with Spider-Man, you can't really tell as much. I, I think the thing is because with the flash you have that thing where his mouth is is there that's and his true eyes are there, so it's kind of yeah. harder because now you have the floating head effect right right whereas with blue beetle you don't really have that because it's a practical suit and the only times mm. they really cgi stuff is when his eyes move or when, when yeah. his mouth is moving but i like that they kind of showed like when even with his mouth moves it has like mechanics to it to allow that movement of the jaw and stuff um yeah, the suit was great. I, yeah, I really liked, liked it. it a lot. Yeah. Um, comedy was great. I, I enjoyed the comedy. It, it was a bit campy at times, but I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, it's going to be campy. Oh. Uh, why? Okay. It will be campy at times. Yeah. But um, still a pretty good movie. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. We can probably give our ratings, then we can move on to spoilers. Yeah, uh, I got quite a bit for spoilers. I I I I I rate it around eight eight point five. I think personally, I really awesome. enjoyed it. It was it was fun. It was like nice representation. I I like sitting there. I felt like as an someone with an ethnic background, you can kind of you can also relate to the family dynamic. Oh yeah, you know yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I, I think for me eight point five. Honestly, 8. I'd 8. give 5. I'd give it an eight point five as well. Yeah. 
just because uh, yeah I, mean, I can definitely relate because you know that uh scene where they all drop Jaime off at yeah. you know his new job yeah yeah, yeah. my parents did that to me <laughs> i was like shit <laughs> so yeah i have uh, i can agree yeah, my, my, my family did not do that for me thank god <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so yeah i guess we can move on to spoilers go cool. this is the spoiler section yeah spoiler um, spoiler yeah i mean for people listen spoiler to will robinson form. spoiler <laughs> if you're listening to the this on a podcast form if you haven't seen the movie watch it on digital or wherever you can <laughs> yeah i don't think it's back. in the theaters anymore <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i guess do you want to start off with spoilers because i have i only have a couple things for spoilers yeah a couple okay um yeah, so I liked how they brought Ted Cord in. Yeah. To this, and the his layer of like yeah. the Blue Beetle, it was like yeah. so seventies, and then the tech of that is like high tech, but in like the seventies era type of thing. Yeah. yeah. It was real cool, and just to see his suits in there, I didn't expect that, and I didn't know they were gonna um, do like a nod to him, or yeah. even say that oh Ted Cord is, you know, was the Blue Beetle. Yeah. Because, you know, in, technically, in the DCEU, we didn't hear about Ted Cord. Yeah. In the past. Well, I I had a feeling Ted Cord was going to be mentioned just because yeah. he had Jenny Cord. Right. But, you, you, I mean, you didn't know. I At least I didn't know he was going to be, like, known as the Blue Beetle. Oh. Uh, I had a feeling he was. Just, it was, I think it was more so based on the trailers. They did show oh, a scene in the, okay. in the, in the lair. Yeah, um, that's a good. Point. I will say the the layer itself, although cool, it did based on like the design and and how everything looked, mm-hmm. it did kind of made me think of CW production. Yeah, yeah, slightly. <laughs> um, the arrow, you know, like not knocking on it, but it did maybe think of CW a, a bit in production I mean, wise. You know what? You you could say that production wise, it's practical because yeah. I mean, I don't think those suits were CGI. No. But it, but overall the the layer was cool. I I do like that they mentioned Ted Cord and they, you kind of kind of see him because there's a moment when they do get to the lair. Mm-hmm. It's located at Jenny's old mansion that yeah, has been that's abandoned. abandoned. And so you know while you're there, you also see this portrait of Ted Cord with Jenny's mom and Jenny as a child. Yeah. And fun fact, the director said if they are able to make a second Blue Beetle film. He yeah. wants um, Jason Sudeikis as Ted Cord. Oh God! <laughs> I'm for it. I'm for it. Come on, let's make it happen. <laughs> I know, right? Like, I think it works. It, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he, so they said they wanted uh, Jason Sudeikis, um, but I guess on that Ted Cord subject, I also like that the end of the movie. There's that slight, small reveal, like Ted Cord's alive. Right, I was like, you hear it on the walkie-talkie. You hear it on like the comms, like Ted Cord's alive, Ted Cord's alive, or something like that. And I'm like, oh, like James Gunn, make this happen at least. Right? (laughs) I was like, oh shit, dude. We also talked the fact that James Gunn has been promoting this movie, saying that Blue Beetle, Sholo's Blue Beetle will be part of the DCU. Dude, I'm excited. So that that means like. So I, he hasn't said if the story will continue, like will be a part of the DCU, right? But this or... version of Blue Beetle mm-hmm. will be part of the DCU. So that that's exciting. That is exciting. Yeah, 
I don't think they would do like a soft reboot for him. Maybe they'll just yeah. be like, oh, hey, he's Blue Beetle. And it's yeah. kind of like a continuation. Yeah. Since people already saw it, we'll just, you know, there's no need to do another reboot yeah. or a reboot of him. Just throw um, him in there. Another thing I want to mention really quick this is more so fun fact. Yeah. Uh, Big Belly Burger. Huge thing in the DC universe itself, like in general. Mm-hmm. Like it's a it's a big restaurant. You you see it in like the Arrowverse. You've seen it in in animation in the comics. So it was cool to finally see that in like live reality. action. Yeah, like right in live action to see Big Belly Burger on the big screen. Yeah, so that was cool. I just want to mention that really quick. Yeah, that's um, a little um, Easter egg that yeah. I just threw in there. Yeah, yeah. So it it was nice. Um, <clears throat> One thing I wanted to mention was going back to the mansion with Yo Tech. You see the power glove, the Nintendo oh, power yeah. glove. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Oh yeah, that was cool. I was surprised it made that, that. It creates that like projection. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was cool. I was. I was like, they're finally using it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's been so. You long. could also tell they saved on production. They like, <laughs> just by like, grabbing that glove you know and being like, "Oh, it does this." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm okay with that because I mean that's just like. You know, brings back to how like when Ted Cord was the Beetle, because he ba- they they explained it too, like he wasn't chosen by the Scarab, right? So to to co- to compensate, he decides to create technology that's comparable to the Blue Scarab. He's basically Batman. Yeah, the um, Blue Beetle, Batman. I guess one thing I also the last thing I really had to mm-hmm. mention was. Jaime's dad, um, and his heart attack. Dude, that was oof, oof, yeah. Like so, oof. basically, um, that got me. Susan Sarandon's character, Victoria Cord, Victoria, right? I think it's Victoria. Yeah, it's Victoria. She shows up at the Reyes family's house with like armed guards, and they basically mm-hmm. try to surround the family to get Jamie Jaime to show up. <laughs> See. It's easy. Uh, they to get Jaime to show up, and there's this moment where like they're constantly shooting back the shot of Jaime's dad and his sister trying to escape while yeah. Jaime's fighting off the guards. And I was like, "Oh, I I feel like I feel you can like feel he, it. I feel like his, something's gonna happen to his dad. You know what they're gonna do? Yeah. And then his dad in that moment gets a heart attack, and yeah. I just feel so." heartbroken for the family serious right yeah because you see him throughout the movie he's like he's been the cornerstone of the family you know like really you know it's kind of like the glue yeah he's the optimistic one like Mm -hmm. you know whatever happens we'll make it through and like even when it comes to donating money or like or like or just tips to service because he's like they make shit yeah yeah so that was really heartbreaking and also like there's that final moment where jaime connects with the scarab like fully connects with it Mm -hmm. and he sees his dad in like this realm yeah it was kind of like celestial type. yeah and his dad because his dad said like they mentioned in the beginning of the movie his dad says like you know i'm trying like i'm looking for my purpose of why Mm -hmm. i'm here right and then at the end he's like i found my purpose it was to be here at this moment to help you you know find your way and i'm like 
oh no like sir yeah. you literally crossed the border for your family don't tell me like this was your purpose you've that done was, so much I mean, more than that <laughs> i mean that was the most meaningful i guess yeah yeah just because he's saving his son yeah if you think about it yeah and and so like that that was big and then um yeah that that was like the, the one the last thing i had on my 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 notes to really talk about yeah, well, uh, on an upbeat, my last thing was <laughs> <laughs> the LG Wing makes an appearance at the, the end. L- the LG Wing? Yeah, the cell phone. The last oh. smartphone LG I uh, came out with before they're like, hey, we're, I'll we're actually not pulling out. <laughs> yeah, but we'll leave you with this like $1,000 sliding phone. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. About and- that. Yeah. yeah, and at the end, when Victoria was in the battleship, oh, shoot, oh, no, 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 don't switch. What happened? I was just, the thing popped up, be like, oh, do you want to switch the audio input? Ah. Like, no, don't switch. Testing, okay. Uh, anyways, so, at the, end of the he- at the end of the scene with the helicopter, Victoria pulls out her phone, mm-hmm. and you should... You can see that it's like already open. It's slides, so it's like a yeah. T shaped. Oh it's yeah, got like you know, now. yeah, like yeah, know, stuff on there. But and also, sail like, ah, wing. Also, if you're if you mentioned that, I'm like Victoria. Wait, you say Victoria or or you mean uh, Jenny? Victoria. Victoria. Yeah, Cord. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> she had the phone. I forgot because I thought yeah, you meant. I thought you meant Jenny. I was like, this whole no. time, like, Jenny had that phone? Not yeah, Jenny. no. Victoria. Now that I think about it, though, like, Victoria, I was like, Victoria, you own a business. You you could you could afford, like, any other phone. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, budget-wise, man. <laughs> no, but it makes sense. She, Honestly, I, I it makes think sense. You... It, it makes sense she doesn't have an iPhone because Apple doesn't allow villains. Uh, villains, not villains, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I think it's because that phone looks futuristic. Ah, uh, true. And... The city that they're in is slightly futuristic, yeah, but not as futuristic as some. Can we mention? I like the aesthetic of the movie. It felt mm-hmm. very much like cyberpunk. Yeah, it, it did. Right. It. It. I really liked it. It felt like uh, the colors too, like how they they're like the blues and the blacks, mm-hmm. how they just kind of contrast with each other. It was really nice to see, and then the music too. Music was great. The music to me felt like Tron Legacy. Ooh, yeah. You remember, like, kind of like that techno vibe? Mm -hmm. It felt like that. A little techno and pop in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I enjoyed it. Um, I liked it a lot as well. Yeah. Yeah, so you should go out and watch it if you haven't. (laughs) Oh, that that was all you had left? Yeah, that's all I had. Oh, I thought you had a lot more because you're like, I have a long list. (laughs) Yeah, I, I didn't. I I said it had quite a bit, but that's all I really just want to say. (laughs) Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Honestly, I probably once it gets out on digital, I'll probably buy it on digital. Yeah, it might even be on digital now. Let me actually check. Honestly, I might even buy the steel case for it. Oh, steel case! What quality is steel? Steel case is it 4K? Yeah. Oh, I don't have a console that I don't have anything that plays 4K other than my TV itself. I don't. Well, I, it's, it's like you know 4K. And I think there's a Blu-ray disc in there. But 4K Blu-ray, right? Yeah, but yeah, 
yeah i don't have i don't have a a a, a console or, or like a dvd player that plays 4k yeah but you can still play it on your playstation 4 can you can you not yeah it just wouldn't be in 4k or oh i, I, I mean I, it also comes with like a digital download ah uh, because i thought if it's 4k you would have to, it only plays in 4k that that was my understanding i i didn't know if if, if it worked that way or not um i don't know get a ps5 if, anyone out there please please comment down below or or, or, no or let us know this. <laughs> you know <laughs> I don't. uh let me check really quick blue beetle oh it's right now it's currently on pre-order so it's not pre-order on i might pre-order it mm. yeah um i mean if you haven't seen it yet i'd totally recommend watching it yes. i think it's a fun movie it's not story-wise it's not gonna be anything groundbreaking but it like like not like the nolan series plot wise it's not gonna be anything groundbreaking no. but i really enjoy the family i think the family dynamic is really what holds it together yeah and it's just um all around a fun movie just to be watched yeah i have a good time when yeah oh right on time I, I think my cousin's here too hey look at that all right cool all right uh yeah follow us on instagram follow us on youtube yeah we have to Come change subscribe. our instagram name <laughs> And uh, I guess we'll talk to you guys later. Cool. See you on the funny pages. All right. Later.